0: This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with StepWork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure nothing less. Now let's get started.
1: My name is Mel and I'm an addict. My clean date is January the 1st, 2019. I attend meetings in the northwest of London area and also online with the FT Fellowship of South Africa. My home group is Friday Night Amersham and today's reading is September the 21st. Forgiving others, forgiving ourselves. Sometimes the path to forgiving ourselves begins with forgiving another for their lack of forgiveness. Living Clean, Chapter 5, Amends and Reconciliation. At first glance, this quote may seem a little riddle, but our experience validates its wisdom. Hoping to be forgiven is only human, despite advice to the contrary. We sometimes harbour expectations about how amends should be received. We have ideas about how and when we'll be forgiven. We anticipate the relief it will bring, only to be disappointed at times. Given the harm that we've caused, it's understandable that some people may not be quick to forgive us. It hurts nonetheless. The conventional wisdom that expectations are just premature resentments makes even more sense to us now. Regardless of how our amends were received, we do our best to clean up our side of the street and let go of any ill will. We take ownership of the damage we've caused and earnestly make an effort to compensate for our wrongs and change our behaviour. We release those expectations we had about receiving forgiveness, let go of any hard feelings we set ourselves up for and with time find forgiveness for ourselves and those who are unable to forgive us. Letting all that go frees up a lot of headspace and energy. We're not as attached to how our formal amends were or were not received. We've done the work to make things right, whether or not others recognize it. Our actions lead us to a deeper level of self-acceptance, who we were then and who we are now. We can focus our energy on becoming the best version of ourselves by continuing to work the 12 steps. Today, I will emphasize that those who have not yet to forgive me, I. I will contemplate forgiveness in my 11th step practice and seek to forgive on a deeper level. I will forgive others for not forgiving me. Thank you for letting me be a service.
0: Welcome back, everyone. This is September 21st, and we're here with Kina L. What's up, Kina?
2: Hi there. Good day, family.
0: Hey, Kina, could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm a grateful addict named Kena. I attend meetings in St. Paul, Minnesota in the area of Hope, and my home group is Friday night back to basics at 8 p.m. in St. Paul.
0: All right. Awesome. All right, Kena, we're going to pivot to the reading. Can you share your thoughts on forgiving others, forgiving ourselves?
2: Uh, yeah, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Sure. Um, sure. What a beautiful reading this is. And, you know, this is something that really like struck a chord for me. So I had this experience very recently. My um, sponsor has a yearly uh, family retreat, right? So we get a cabin up north in Minnesota on the lake. The whole family gets together. We workshop, we share, you know, we do what we do in recovery. And it's this beautiful moment of us. And I'm currently in the middle of my sixth step, right? So my character defects are flying around (laughs) everywhere. And so I found myself in this um, experience where I was just being mean, right? Like I'm showing up and I'm turning out in a way that's just hurting these women who are like my inner circle, the closest people to me, Mm -hmm. um, and not even realizing it, you know, like how blocked off I was and how mean I was being and how self-righteous and, and, um, and there was this moment where, you know, we ended up kind of like workshopping, like, uh, my actions and um, you know I'm grateful for for the women in my life to be able to be the mirrors to me to show me where I'm um, where I'm going wrong but I caused a lot of damage and a lot of harm and so when I read this reading it made me think about that because I had to like get back in my step writing And um, I had to have some one on one with my sponsor. And I had to call some of these women and make amends and ask for forgiveness for the way I showed out. And um, even after doing all that, like these are the closest women to me. And this was, you know, a month ago. And still, when I see some of them in meetings, like, I'm hesitant to want to like give a hug. Like I'm afraid, like in my mind, I still keep replaying this damage that I created. Like I'm not able to let go of it for myself of like how I hurt somebody that I care about. Like I'm holding on to that pain because I didn't want, I don't desire to hurt the people that I absolutely love. So this reading was just like so profound to me. Like it hit me, right at the moment of right where I am in my step writing process and like right where I am in my recovery of like giving myself permission to like forgive myself. Like I'm human. I have a human condition. I'm not perfect. And like part of being in the fellowship is like having these moments of growth and like what a blessing it is. Like my sponsor said, what a blessing it is that I was able to do that in this controlled environment with women who love me. Who do see me? Who do know my story? Who do know who I am and what I'm about and my growth? That they are able and willing to see past the the defects of my character, to see past my imperfections and understand and be empathetic. Whereas if I could have been like at my job or with my family, like I could have been hurting everybody, like I may not have had as much level of empathy or a deeper level of connection um and forgive and forgiveness well kenny so, you know what
0: too is like our ability and our willingness to stick around with people who who like call us out too you know it's usually like, like sometimes our default setting if somebody calls us out is like oh well fuck this you're out of my life forever you know it's like that cut and run and so so good for you for for not doing that number one and, and still you know having this desire to pour into those people could you share with us what what was it like when when you were surrounded by these you know your your sponsorship family and and as you said they were a mirror um of yourself what was that like was it was it like hey kina um you're you're off the fucking chain right now Was it like a fun conversation or was it like a more direct what was the approach like what what approach can we use to to pull one another up
2: yeah so i mean it was like a it was a mix right because like inside of me i was feeling like i was being attacked right Yeah. right like, sure
0: sure and
2: so like, <laughs> like i automatically came in you know? some yeah some defense. Um, but it was, but it was really coming from like, like we love you. Like we need you to see how you're showing up, like what you're doing, how you're acting. It's not okay. Like there's trauma in these rooms. Like there's, we all have these experiences and you're bringing some of that out in us. And like, we need to work on that. Like why, what is the root of that? Like, let's get down, pull, the layers onto like, what is going on with you? Like, really, what is this all about, Mm. you know? And so it was, it was a very, um, firm and loving conversation. And in the end, when it became to be like a little bit too much and everybody broke, um, you know, they were like, all right, like, it's time for something different. Like now we need to have like some games, like time to get some laughter in the mix and uh, it doesn't uh, all have
0: to be doom and gloom and that's really important for us to know like you talked about it it was loving and it it was firm at the same time i think sometimes we get we kind of get pigeonholed into thinking oh no look man i have to put sugar on everything you know i have to you know we have to treat each other with like oven mitts on and it it just doesn't have to be that way like we could say look man what the fuck are you thinking in that with love though you know mm-hmm. it, that doesn't have to be like a very unloving, unloving thing. At least that's how I hear it. You mm-hmm. know that that's what gets gets to me, and and always always value, and I always really appreciate. Maybe not at that very moment, but but shortly after, especially in the long run, too. Um, the people who who weren't afraid to tell me, "Hey man, what the fuck is going on? What what are you doing?" <laughs> you know, like that yeah. like that urgency piece. I well, you know, I get down like that.
2: And at the end, the beautiful part of that story was when it broke, you know, I sat outside by the fire and another woman just sat there with me, held my hand in silence and just let me cry, Mm. you know, when everything was done. And that's what I needed. And then just that release that I could just go in. And then the moment I walked in the house after that was done. And they were playing a game it was just like here you go here's some you know trail mix like here's a pen like come on in and it was just like like you know what i mean like life just continued on nobody was holding on to it but me
0: kina if if um if we have some folks listen who are saying hey look this the amends and reconciliation process maybe the the person who we really want to want to mend our wrong our wrongdoing with is not in our life for whatever reason. Maybe they've passed, maybe they've, you know, contacted them would cause more harm. You know, whatever, whatever that reason is. Um wh- what approaches can we take to almost to say, okay, I'm um, amending this situation without actually uh being in contact with such and such. And I know sometimes we will call that like an indirect amends or a or a living amends and things like this. Um do you have experience with that? What are some things that we could do to say, "Hey, look, I know I can't, you know, contact so and so for for you know this and that, but I do want I do want to change my behavior to to reconcile that piece."
2: Yeah, I have uh, a lot of experience with that in like love relationships and like how I showed up as a as a as a person in active addiction in intimate loving relationships or you know not so loving relationships and like and then and and that list that I made is like for me it's about doing the complete opposite so like I made that list of like all the things that I did or how I showed up in the ways that hurt me and hurt others um and you know I found that clarity from the step work like really writing and like getting into that process and being vulnerable with my sponsor Um, that I was able to say like, okay, here's the patterns in my life. And like, these are the things that I don't want to do. So what is the opposite of that? What spiritual principles can I apply to be different? And then how do I move forward in new loving relationships? And so like, that's how I do that, like indirect living amends and like trying to show up for people in my life, like people that I'm like, Intimate with in loving ways, people who are like my closest, like inner circle, right? Like my sponsor sisters, my sponsorship, and then and then to that extent, like my family, right? Like how I show up for them and and the differences that I make, and just really trying to work on that. I feel like that's really been where I've been able to make that indirect amends um, to all those people that I can't reach out to who are not around or it wouldn't be safe for me to talk to or whatever the circumstances are it's about applying those spiritual principles and and doing the opposite of what I did
0: thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word others as we go out into the world stop by the Facebook page fellowship with other guests or send me a text Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless.